For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Rochelle, and this is the Bay Area Podcast here on the Bleed Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Citra Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. You can find me personally at Rochelle Radio on Twitter. On this week's show, we're going to talk about the Golden State Warriors and some of their games coming up over the next couple of days from a betting perspective. Before we do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports. March Madness and baseball are finally upon us. Bet Online has you covered with all of the updated news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ben Barrett Podcast here in the Bleed Podcast Network. Now, before we end up going on break, we already talked about what we're going to be doing for this week's show. Once again, going through Golden State and some of the upcoming games coming up over the next week for the Golden State Warriors. But before we do that, we're going to quickly recap what happened last week. Well, not exactly a great week for us and for the Golden State Warriors. I thought after beating the Bulls on Monday that they would be able to kind of build on that momentum with Curry back in the lineup. Did not happen. Ended up losing to Miami. Then Curry took the game off against Toronto, and they lost by 53. After that, ended up uh, losing to Atlanta, and then ended up beating Milwaukee in a matchup that Giannis didn't play. Very, very impressive win by Golden State anyway. Down 10 with about four minutes to go, rallying and winning that game by one. But really not a great week for Golden State, and they'll look for a much better week coming up. And overall, for this uh, show, we do have four matchups to talk about. We have a matchup against the Wizards on Friday, a matchup against Houston on Saturday, a matchup against Denver on Monday, and then a matchup against Oklahoma City on Wednesday. So a pretty easy schedule as a whole. Of course, the Denver game is going to be difficult, but the other three are against some of the weaker teams in the league, and we'll see how Golden State does. But... We're going to start out talking about the Friday game that's going to be happening between the Wizards and the Golden State Warriors in Golden State. And for this matchup here, we actually do have a spread and a total. And for this matchup, it's a very, very high total. It's currently being listed at around 240.5 for a total. And for the actual spread, Golden State is favored. It's not exactly a huge spread, but Golden State is favored by 4.5. So for this matchup here, a couple of things to note. First of all, Washington has been a disaster lately. However... Uh, you do have the return of Bradley Beal, as he did play in the last game uh, for the Wizards against Orlando, and they ended up winning that game by 15 points. Westbrook had a triple-double in about the first two and a half quarters, and Beal had a very solid game from the floor. So him back in the lineup definitely makes Washington more threatening, because they do have a backcourt that is a little bit inconsistent as a pairing, but as a whole, they have a ton of upside, and Golden State, besides Curry once again, doesn't really have a Robin to Steph Curry's Batman. But still, looking at this matchup here, I like Golden State. You look at Washington, this team is 8-16 and 16 on the road. I'm not going to overreact to them beating Orlando, who is one of the least talented rosters in the entire NBA. Meanwhile, Golden State did beat Milwaukee. Impressive win there. Uh, they are at home, 15-9 and nine at home so far this season, despite being three games under 500. So Golden State's issue has mainly been on the highway. 
And in this matchup here, Washington plays no defense at all. This team's giving up 120.2 points per game. You look at the Wizards, and this team with Westbrook, who's been known to be a pretty underwhelming defender, Beal's been a disastrous defender for his entire career, and really no rim protector. This Wizards team can't stop anybody, which is why this team ranks 26th in defense efficiency, while Golden State ranks 10th. And I think that'll be the main story and the main difference in this matchup here. I think the Wizards won't get any stops. I think Golden State should probably go for 125-plus. Curry will probably go nuts again. Uh, I like Golden State in the spot to win this game by probably around 8 or so. I think the spread is a little too low. And as for the total, I know that 240.5 sounds huge. Truth is, probably not large enough. I like the over in this spot. Washington is a great offensive team with Beal and Westbrook, but defensively, this team is a disaster. And I simply think that you should see Golden State probably finish around 125 to 130. And I think that the Wizards should probably end up getting to around 117 or so. So then this game should probably get into the mid to high 240s as this game goes over. As you see this game turn into a track meet and you see a lot of points. Because if you look at the pace of play for both of these teams, Golden State does play one of the fastest paces in the league. It ranks second. The only team ahead of Golden State is Washington. So you have the top two paces in the entire league going against each other. And with that being said, you should have a ton of possessions. And I do think you will see this game turn into a track meet, similarly to what we saw in the second half of the Golden State-Milwaukee game. But anyway, looking at the rest of Golden State's actual schedule, you have a matchup after the Warriors game against the Houston Rockets. And this team is even worse than the Wizards. This Houston Rockets team is absolute trash. Uh, this game will be in Golden State as well. Houston does enter this game off a high note after beating the Mavericks at home in a pretty shocking upset by nine in its last game. However, you look at the spot here, really not a great one because this matchup will be taking place on the 10th and Houston does end up playing against the Clippers on the 9th. So both teams will be having back-to-backs, so there won't be a rest advantage here for Houston. However, Houston is going to have to travel from uh, the Staples Center to uh, end up playing against Golden State. So it's not really a travel at all, but they are going to be in California. And I do think that Golden State should end up playing well once again at home. Uh, once again, Golden State's a phenomenal home team, terrible road team. But Houston, you look at this team, they have some talented players. I know John Walls had a pretty underwhelming year, still a talented player when he's actually healthy, which is pretty rare. But Kevin Porter Jr. has been very solid for that team. They've definitely embraced a youth movement there. I know Christian Wood has been great all season long when healthy. But going through the overall um, just matchup, Houston, like Washington, is awful on the road. Team is 14-37 and 37 overall, but they are 7-18 and 18 on the road, and Golden State has been great at home. So I do think Golden State should end up getting the job done. They played one so far this season. Golden State won by 14 on the road. At the end of the day, I don't really know what the spread's going to be. If I had to guess, assuming everyone's healthy, I'd assume Golden State would be favored by around 8, if I had to guess. And I think Golden State should win by double digits. This team at home is really night and day compared to the road. And Houston is awful no matter where they play. It really doesn't matter. And I do think that Golden State with Curry and company, plus Wiseman in the middle, I do think has enough size to give Wood some problems. I just think Golden State is too much um, to actually handle defensively. And I do think that Houston will struggle. You look at the numbers here. Houston has been pretty good defensively this season. However, the offense has been a serious concern. I know, Oklahoma, I know that uh, Oklahoma City is kind of taking the cake right now for the worst team in the league. Houston's really not that far behind. You look at the offense, Houston ranks 27th in offense efficiency. Golden State ranks 22nd, which is still better 
But Houston really just doesn't have any cohesion offensively, and I do think you will see them struggle in this spot. So I do like the Warriors to end up winning this game and to probably win by double digits. So I do like the Warriors to cover this number. But looking at uh, the other games, we're going to talk about the upcoming games against the Nuggets uh, next. But before we do that, we're going to have another quick word from our sponsor. As the weather gets a little bit warmer and you end up spending more time outside, one important thing that you have to keep in mind is how good your sunglasses are. And one place that could definitely help you with that is Canaan. It is time to make your outdoor experience better with them. Canon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make the lenses clearer, lighter, and stronger. And they have Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. Use the exclusive code KananCast15 at Kanan.com to receive 15% off on your first pair. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-15. Kanan, clearly better. Welcome back, everyone, to the Bamberry Podcast here in the Lead Podcast Network. Now, before we went on our second break, we talked about the Golden State matchup and previewed how they were going to end up playing against the Denver Nuggets. But looking at this matchup here, well, it's going to be a pretty difficult one for Golden State. Now, we talked about how the first two teams Golden State are going to play this uh, are going to play this upcoming week are pretty easy against Washington and Houston, both of them at home. Now you have to play at home against Denver on Monday. And, well, unlike the previous two teams, Denver is actually very good. Now, Denver made a move at the trade deadline, technically two, ended up picking up JaVale McGee as well, but the main addition was Aaron Gordon. And Denver, ever since that addition, has been a fantastic basketball team. Really no other way around it. They ended up picking him up, and they have won seven straight. So this team has done really well. I don't believe he played against the Pelicans, so I'm pretty sure that since his debut against the Hawks, the Nuggets are 6-0, but they've won pretty handily over the last couple of games, ended up beating the Magic at home by 10, beat the Pistons at home by 15, beat the Spurs at home by 10, before that beat the Clippers on the road by 7, beat the 76ers at home by 9, and beat the Hawks at home by 24. Now, I know Golden State, I mentioned numerous times during the podcast that this team is good at home, however, Denver's a better team, and it's really not even close. You look at Golden State, you can argue about Wiseman and showing some signs of life yesterday with more pick-and-roll offense, but defensively, he's still a massive project because he still buys on a ton of pump fakes, and Jokic is just way too crafty with the ball. I think he'll cause a lot of problems here for Golden State's defense as the favorite to win the MVP award should have a field day. Now, Jamal Murray has missed the last couple of games. His status is worth monitoring for this game. I think he'll probably play uh, because of the fact this game's going to be on Monday and he should be healthy by then. But Gordon's still very solid. Uh, you look at the supporting cast, Barton's been pretty good this year. Uh, Capazzo off the bench has been pretty good. Uh, overall, Denver just has a very, very solid overall team, and with Aaron Gordon, this team has actually played good defense. Meanwhile, Golden State, if you slow down Curry, Golden State's going to have a hard time. It's really just the way it is, especially since Draymond just refuses to shoot the ball at any point because he knows he can't shoot. And because of that, you can... Spent a little extra attention on Curry, but of course it didn't matter for Milwaukee because he still scored 41. But I do think that Denver has too many weapons. Jokic should have a pretty huge game. And I do think you will see uh, arguably a triple-double from Jokic. Borderline, probably like 30-14-9, something like that. I just think Eli's going to have a field day. But it really comes down to if Wiggins and Ubre can hit shots, and I'm a little bit skeptical of that proposition. I was impressed by Jordan Poole against Milwaukee, so maybe he can provide a bit of a spark once again. But looking at this matchup here, I simply think Denver's the better overall team, and I do think that the Nuggets should probably get the job done 
in this spot. But other than that, though, we're going to be looking at the last game we're going to be talking about on the show before going through some of these stats for the Warriors. And this one, luckily, is going to be against another bottom feeder in the league as they are going to be taking on the... Uh, sorry, I just lost my place for a second. The Oklahoma City Thunder on Wednesday on the road. Now, I talked about this when I mentioned the Houston game. Oklahoma City is the worst team in the league by far. This team is complete trash, really no way around it, and this team is actively tanking. It's one thing to bench players because they're injured. That's another thing to take Al Horford, who you're paying $20-plus million to, and say, you know what, you're a little too old. We don't want to use you anymore. Horford's completely healthy. They're giving him the Andre Drummond treatment in Cleveland. The only difference that Cleveland was trying to trade him, Oklahoma City's not. They're just choosing to not use him at all. So Oklahoma City, you look at the injury report, Gilgis Alexander's out indefinitely. He's their best player. Dort's been out with a concussion. He's probably the second best player. Horford's out because he's old. Uh, you go through everyone else. Roby's out. Baisley's out. Now Pokashevsky's injured. This team has nobody besides Theo Maladon. That's basically it. I mean, you're going through the key contributors here, and your best three players on the roster are Maladon, Svi Mikhailuk, who you might remember from Kansas, but he really hasn't done much in the pros, and Moses Brown, who's been a nice story at the center spot, but he was awful yesterday against Charlotte, and he's overall not a very talented player. So you look at those three guys being arguably your best players based on the injury report, and Golden State should kill this team. I mean, Oklahoma City, if you want to see some jokes, you have to look at their recent results here. Gold, uh, Golden State has lost some games to some good teams, or even some teams based on injuries with Curry, Oklahoma City has gotten absolutely smacked as soon as it gets off the team bus. You look at the last couple of games, lost to an injured Charlotte team by 11 at home, lost to Detroit at home by 24, played on the road against Portland, lost by a nice even 48, played against Phoenix, lost by 37. Uh, they beat Toronto, Toronto's one of the worst teams in the league, lost to Dallas by 21 at home, lost to, uh, to Boston by 17 at home, and lost to Memphis at home by nine. So even at home, this team has gotten absolutely smacked. And if you want to talk about Golden State and how this team has really no backcourt experience with Maladon and company, Curry's going to go off. I really don't see any way around it. Plus, I do think Wiseman should have a very good game against Moses Brown. I think that the uh, wings with Wiggins and Oubre are matchup problems for Oklahoma City because they really don't have many wings who play solid defense with Dort out. I can't take Oklahoma City in any game. This team might not win a game for the rest of the year. I know that there are still about 20 games left or so, a little bit less. Uh, it's, I think there's around 15 or so. I don't think this team's going to win another game. I think this team's going to lose 19 straight and call, and call it a season. Because Oklahoma City, you look at this roster, and it's no exaggeration. This is one of the worst teams I've ever seen. I think that if this was a starting lineup from the start of the year, this team would be competing for the worst record in the history of the sport. And Golden State should win this game by double digits, really going away. I really don't see any way around it. But anyway, uh, before we wrap up the show, we're going to quickly go through some of the stats involving Golden State and just go through the actual players involved and why the Warriors have, well, been kind of on the fringe of a playoff team while being kind of stuck in the playing game purgatory. But looking at Golden State's actual stats here, of course, Curry... Fresh off a 41-point game, has been the main catalyst. 29.7 points per game, 6 assists per game, 5.5 rebounds per game. On any other year, would be an MVP candidate because Golden State would probably be competing for a top 3 seed in the West. However, he's got no shot to win the MVP. And a lot of it's based on voters voting for people based on record. 
You look at the track, track record, it usually goes to a player who has led his team to a top two record in either conference. A couple of exceptions, of course, the Westbrook MVP, Oklahoma City, was, I believe, middle of the Western Conference, but he had an average triple-double. They kind of had to give it to him. But Curry's having a great season. Golden State's still three games under. You can't give him the MVP. So he's not going to win the award, but he's still having a great year. Wiggins has been pretty good. 18 points per game, 4.8 rebounds. He has been, honestly, the biggest surprise for me of this season. I was never a Wiggins guy. I'm still not the biggest Wiggins guy, but I will acknowledge he has looked a lot better in Golden State. Uh, Kelly Oubre has been solid, 15.1 points per game, which is miles ahead of where he was to start the season where he was shooting uh, pedestrian levels from the floor, and now he's actually playing pretty well. Wiseman's been very hit or miss, whether it's involved injury or just his inability to stay out of foul trouble, averaging 3.2 fouls per game. But he's averaging 11.5 points per game, 5.9 rebounds. He has looked better lately, so hopefully that's a good sign. And Jordan Poole has been very good lately, averaging 10.7 points per game on the season, along with uh, only 1.5 turnovers. So he has been a pretty solid backup point guard there. But you look at his recent performances, he did end up scoring 10 against Milwaukee, 6 against Atlanta, and 10 against Toronto. So he has played... Pretty well. The issue is the efficiency. Uh, he has not been shooting the ball well lately, but as a backup point guard, he has still done a pretty good job filling that void, and especially since Nico Mannion has really not worked out at the backup point guard position. But either way, though, to go through the four games with Golden State before we wrap up, uh, once again, I actually think Golden State's going to have a pretty decent week. I think they're going to end up beating the Wizards, beating the Rockets, losing to Denver, and then beating the Oklahoma City Thunder. Other than that, though, that's been this installment of the Ben and Barry Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. Uh, other than that, though, good luck to all of you and respect the best today. Bye, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.